based on eyewitness testimony and evidence collected before, during, and after an actual paranormal investigation. The individual's names and locations have been changed to protect the identities of all persons involved. We've all experienced a dream that seems too real, a room that seems too dark, a presence when we know we're alone. We exist in a world of many realities where the impossible is probable and the unknown can be known. This is the realm of the weird. I first met James and Allison in the summer of 2002. They contacted me after they had experienced a series of UFO sightings. They had no photographs or video of the alleged flying objects, but after four or five phone conversations, I agreed to meet with them. During our first face-to-face -face interview, it quickly became apparent that their marriage had hit a rough patch. I learned that they had grown up together, dated throughout high school, and had married soon after their graduation. The emotional stresses and strains of early childhood experiences and now married life were taking their toll on the couple. I explained that, although I would record for future records their UFO sightings, I would be uncomfortable continuing research on their case until they had resolved their personal conflicts. I passed along the contact information for a crisis counselor and marriage therapist who I was familiar with, and we parted ways. It was just over a year later when Allison called me again. She explained that she and James had been attending counseling sessions, and they both felt that they were, as individuals and in their married life, back on the right track. She asked me if I had any interest to come out and meet with them. Although they hadn't seen any more UFOs, she thought I would be interested in the fact that she and James were being abducted by aliens. The way in which she stated the point was so matter-of-fact that at first I thought she was joking. She was not. I asked for permission to speak with the counselor that they had been seeing, and Allison agreed. I told her we would set up a meeting sometime within the next few weeks after I had met with their therapist. Both Allison and James gave consent for me to speak to their counselor, Dr. Jabora and during my meeting with him he acknowledged that the couple had both been through massive emotional difficulties as children. Allison had come from an abusive family with an alcoholic father and mother who had been killed in a car accident when she was 16, while James had struggled with the loss of his paternal twin brother Michael. Michael had vanished in the 1970s around the time of a series of child murders occurring in Michigan, and although his body was never recovered, the police assumed that he may have been another of the murderer's tragic young victims. After internalizing and considering all of this new information, I carefully mentioned Allison's ideas of alien abduction. Have you heard the recording? the doctor asked me. I told him I had no idea what he was talking about, and he explained that James and Allison were in possession of a tape recording of what they said was a UFO outside of their house. He told me that James had tried to photograph the object, but since there had been no film in his camera, he used the record feature on their answering machine. Ask them to hear it, he told me. The doctor believed that 
They were looking for attention, and this little fantasy they created was harmless, and in time it would subside, especially when Allison had the baby. Again, I was shocked. I explained to the doctor that almost a year ago, when I met James and Allison, they had briefly mentioned never wanting to have children. Times change, the doctor told me, and as far as he was concerned, he thought that James and Allison being able to deal with their past had perhaps made them ready to change their future. I spoke to the doctor a while longer and left. I remember as I drove away feeling like these clients had so much going on in their lives, and even the fact that they might be hoaxing alien abduction for attention, perhaps it would be better if I talked to them one final time and part company forever. I called them, and a week later I was sitting in their living room. The couple in front of me seemed to be two completely different people, smiling, laughing, energetic, engaging. It was hard to believe that only a year ago they had been at the breaking point. After 15 or 20 minutes, we broached the subject of abduction. Although Allison smiled politely, it was James who seemed slightly nervous. Allison took the lead and began explaining that about six months ago, while driving home from a restaurant, a UFO had landed in front of them and taken them aboard. Again, her nonchalant demeanor in discussing the event was almost chilling. Over the past 20 years, I've heard hundreds of abduction stories, but none have ever been told with a trace of happiness. Allison recounted their experience in the car and two more at their home, and then James finally spoke. She doesn't remember some of it, and some of it she remembers wrong. His voice was nervous but confident. She's always a little scared at first, he said. Allison rolled her eyes and told him to relax. James finally mentioned the tape recording he had made. You can hear her on the tape and she's frightened. I asked to hear it, and when James left the room, I explained to Allison that I was curious about her lack of fright during the experience. She stated that maybe she didn't remember things right, but she believed it was all happening for a good reason. James returned with the tape and told me that it was short because he had made it from his answering machine. He pressed play. He explained that the whooshing sound was the object outside of their home and that you could hear Allison screaming as she was being carried from the room. As he explained what was on the tape, I couldn't help but notice how relaxed both of them seemed to be. I had him play the recording a few more times. Take it, he said. You're the guy who collects stuff like this. I took the tape promising to copy it and return it. Our conversation shifted to their lives and how they were getting along much better these days. Yet every time I tried to turn the conversation back to the abduction story, the two of them would answer unenthusiastically. I decided that whatever was happening between them, they were moving forward in their lives, and so I switched the topic to Allison's pregnancy. This was the question that seemed to hit a nerve. I learned that she was due in about 12 weeks. They had already started painting and decorating the baby's room. Yet I couldn't help but feel as though I had, by mentioning the baby, stumbled into unfriendly territory. 
Within a few moments, I was standing on the porch saying my goodbyes. James shook my hand, and as I promised to return the tape, he told me not to worry and walked into the house. Allison hugged me, and just before she let go, she whispered, It's like a trade. James is going to get him back. She kissed my cheek and left me standing outside with more questions than I had arrived with. I spent the next few days trying to make sense of the case, but with clients who were now unwilling to discuss the events, I cataloged their file and got back to my other cases. Three months passed, and one day mixed in with my mail was a little card from James and Allison. They thanked me for helping them through such a hard time in their life, and that they were soon relocating to Colorado. They also mentioned that Allison had given birth to a lovely seven-pound, four-ounce baby boy, and that they had named him Michael. I tried contacting them over the years, but my phone calls and letters were never returned. I don't know if James and Allison had ever really been abducted, but on many occasions I remember Allison saying, It's all happening for a reason, and it's like a trade. James is getting him back. And when I think of those words, I can't help but wonder if, maybe, a long-lost little boy was in some way returned to his brother from the realm of the weird. Weird.